everybody to another episode of impulsive thoughts you turn it on mm-hmm. <laughs> and donnie is playing with lights donnie's playing with lupe's buttons <laughs> he turned them on <laughs> <laughs> just getting him ready for you later thank you <laughs> yeah we have donnie Rowe to my right hello and we have ali p to my left no Daniel today because he's in Puerto Rico. With are the baby kitties. And he's a lobster. And he's Santa Claus. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That tracks. <laughs> so, and we we are uh, bringing you an interesting episode today because I have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Me either. Don offered to tell me and I was like, no, let it be a surprise. So, Don. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is our episode today? Give me one second. This. Um, so today's episode, I'm talking about the Von Erich family. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, not really what I would consider the uh, trend of what we've been doing as true crime. It's okay. It doesn't but, have to be. No, I know. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm just taking Danny's spot and being sassy to you tonight. Well, you want to see how that ends? Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I bought you a Gatorade. Be nice to me. Thank you. Um, Stand by me shit. Do I have to go back to the text where it says, <laughs> no, I don't want anything? <laughs> I said Gat Zero. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> Well, usually I understand her language, and I even text her. I was like, okay, I figured that's what you meant. Alanese. And by get zero, everybody, that's uh, Gatorade zero. Get zero. And it's got zero. <laughs> if you don't hear me saying it, then I haven't infiltrated your skull enough. I'm pretty sure every text that I send him, he can like hear me being like, didn't know what I say? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> All right. But... Um, anyways, not really, not really considered like true crime, but the, uh, the story of the Von Erichs is pretty spooky, not spooky, just like a pretty sad story. Okay. Um, so anyways, the Von Erichs were, uh, an American professional wrestling family based out of Texas. Um, their real name was Atkinson. Okay. Um, Every family member who wrestled used the Von Erich last name, starting with the patriarch of the family, Fritz Von Erich. Fritz Von Erich! Who, <laughs> I think it was, it was either his mother's or his wife's mother's maiden, like, last name. And basically, like, bad things happened to her and stuff, so people thought the last name would be cursed. Uh, yeah, and I, I was L- going to... Later on in the story... I was going we'll, to ask that question, but I didn't want to jump ahead. Yeah, later story. on in the story, we'll figure out why they think <laughs> it's cursed. 
But uh, so uh, Fritz used that last name because when he wrestled, he wrestled as a heel, which in wrestling terms is the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And he actually wrestled as a Nazi heel. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he had like the cape and everything. Yeah, the cape. Back in the <laughs> back in the days when that was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was like the fifties he wrestled. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, but his real name was uh, Jack Adkinson. Ad Adkinson. Adkinson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other members of the family that wrestled, well, not just wrestled, but there's Jack Junior. And then the wrestlers were Kevin, David, Carrie, Mike, and Chris. And all of them wrestled, you said? All of them except Jack, because Jack was the only son not to wrestle because he died at the age of six. Oh, oh yeah. So this right. is where we get started. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> very, very tragic uh, already. So Fritz was at a wrestling event in Niagara Falls, New York. Okay. Um, when he was six, Jack stepped on the, like, or tripped on the tongue of a trailer. Cause when they would travel, they would take their trailer that they lived in and all that. Right. And he got electrocuted, <gasps> fell face first into a puddle of melting snow and drowned. Oh, oh fuck. my God. Yeah. That's horrific. Oh yeah. yeah. So that was at the age of six. He was the, uh, first sibling to, uh, well, die. I guess he gets a pass on wrestling yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll call that one a an even. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and that was in March of 1959. Um, Kevin is the second oldest son, and he's also the last surviving son. He's still alive today. Um. So Fritz Fritz began wrestling in the 50s and was trained by the famous Stu Hart. Mm-hmm. Of the Hart family. Oh boy, the, one, the one, Hart of the, one of the other more famous families in wrestling. Yeah, um, he's known, as you said, for the the Hart Dungeon, mm-hmm. which he really people would say is a pretty cruel place yeah, to he train. Really stretches. He's that's, very harsh. Yeah, and if you want to like kind of kick back to the Benoit story, like that's where Benoit trained. And yeah, a lot a lot of um, really good famous wrestlers mm-hmm. were trained there. They said that that. Um, they used to stretch grown ass men to the point where they were in tears that it was that bad. And they called it the dungeon because it was in the basement of their mansion. Got it. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> here we are. Uh so Fritz, he was a he was a pretty successful wrestler in, in many of the promotions, including in Japan, where he was known as Tetsu no Sume, I'm assuming that's pronounced. I don't know. We'll go with it. <laughs> uh, but you you made I bought it. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I did it right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's translated into the Iron Claw, which was ultimately his finisher uh, for wrestling, which would be like, I know people can't see me, but it'd be taking his hand like in like a claw mm-hmm. kind of shape, yeah, and just holding it to the top of someone's head and just like squeezing. squeezing. His, oh, yeah. I have a migraine already, <laughs> so like let's. Well, at least your eye's not twitching. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it actually is, so. <laughs> so after wrestling for a while, uh, Fritz ended up retiring, and he ended up, after retirement, he ran the Dallas-based promotion called World Class Championship Wrestling. WCCW. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of famous wrestlers went through there. Wepplewolf. Remix. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, with his dad in charge, that's where Kevin began wrestling. And he had notable feuds with Chris Adams, the fabulous Freebirds, and even Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Another one of the uh, children, well, not children wrestlers, but another one of his kids that wrestled was David, a.k.a. the Yellow Rose of Texas. Oh. He got into the business next and ended up being the chosen son to try and win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. That, And at that time, that was like the big belt that the wrestlers really wanted. Yeah. Um, can't. Off the top of my head, I can't remember who had it first at the time when he went for it. Pretty sure I mentioned it later on at some point. But uh, that was the belt that Fritz never ended up winning when he wrestled. And his head was just, like, determined to get it, whether it was through his sons or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just wanted it. He wanted it in the family. Yeah, right. Basically. Yeah. Like Cody Rhodes. He wanted yeah. to finish the story. Right. <laughs> um. David went on a big tour eventually to feud with current champion Harley Race. Okay. You know who Harley is. Mm -hmm. Um, They ended up going to Japan to do some some shows there, uh, get their feud, like, more known. Because, obviously, without the lack of, like... I don't know if there there was, like, a lot of televised wrestling, necessarily especially like overseas and all that, but they wanted the feud all over the place. Um, Marketing. Yeah. On uh, February 10th, 1984 in Tokyo, David was found dead in his hotel room. Um, How old was he? Ish? 20s, I think. Jeez, Louise. Okay. They were all young. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So he was found dead in his hotel room in Tokyo. The U.S. Embassy death report said he died of acute enteritis, which is inflammation of your small intestines. Wow. There's conflicting theories with that. Um, Ric Flair, in his book, To Be the Man, Woo! Sorry. <laughs> wrote that <laughs> <I'm not sorry. laughs> basically everyone in wrestling believed that David died to a drug overdose. Hmm. And the wrestler who found David was uh, Bruiser Brody. And people believe that when he found him, he flushed all the drugs down the toilet before authorities got there. So, yeah, so they wouldn't to protect to... him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. So in 1984, there for the WCCW, they would do the Parade of Champions show. Mm-hmm. Well, this was basically a memorial show named the David Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions. This is where the third oldest brother, Kerry Von Erich, he's the more famous one. Well, at the time he was. Mm-hmm. Um, he would end up beating Ric Flair to become the first NWA heavyweight champion in the family. Which... And you said that was 94? 84. 84, I'm which, sorry. Fitting show for him to do it at, his brother's memorial. Yeah. Uh, As I said, Kerry was by far the best known Von Erich after he won, but he was always, he wasn't always a wrestler. Kerry was training for and was slated to compete in the 1980 Summer Olympics. Oh. Which, 
as you guys probably know, was the ones where the U.S. ended up, um, what's the word for it? Boycotting? 84? 80. Hmm. He was slated to be in the 1980 Summer Olympics. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That Um, match happened in 84. Yeah. 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 But that, so those are the Olympics that the U.S. ended up boycotting under President Carter. Uh-huh. Um, don't remember exactly why. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> Just looked up what happened in 1980 for the Summer Olympics. I'm on it. Um, since the U.S. boycotted the Olympics, Carrie ended up coming home to the family farm because they all lived together, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he debuted for his father's promotion, the uh, WCCW, in 1978. So he debuts in 78, wins that belt in 84. Um, Cutting in. In 1980, the United States led a boycott of the Summer Olympic Games in Moscow to protest the late 1979 Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so 18 days after winning the NWA championship, Ric Flair ended up winning it back in a match marred by controversy in Yasuka, Japan. Yasuka. And this was back when uh, there wasn't a such really a such thing as title reigns for more than a few months, really. Um, Other than uh, Bruno San Martino. Yeah, I was going to say Bru- there's Brunos, yeah. Um... But so after after he lost the belt again to Ric Flair, he continued to wrestle until until June fourth, nineteen eighty six, when he was in a motorcycle accident that nearly ended his life. He suffered a dislocated hip and badly injured right leg. The doctors were ended up for the doctors were forced to end up amputating his foot after re injuring it. After attempting to walk on it. And fucking more shit up. Basically. He had his surgery, attempted to walk on it, fucked it up even more, so they had to amputate it. Oh, my God. And he wrestled without a foot. Yeah. (laughs) Eventually, yeah. Oh, my God, shut up. (laughs) Technically, but he had a prosthetic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So after the amputation, uh, Carrie ended up becoming addicted to painkillers and several other drugs. Um, he eventually got a prosthetic and learned how to wrestle again and ended up being signed by the WWF in 1990. Mm-hmm. His run included winning the Intercontinental title and another feud with Ric Flair. On February 8th, 1993, Carrie died by suicide with a 44 caliber gunshot to the heart. Oh. In the yeah, in the woods at his father's ranch. So this very like uh a very odd place to just shoot yourself. Cuz normally when I think suicide, I think head, mouth. Yeah. You don't think chest. Right. Th- unless it's a shotgun. Well, shotgun's normally mouth too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at uh, um, um, Kurt Cobain. Thank you. Okay. God, I couldn't think of it. 
kept thinking Courtney, Courtney Love, Courtney Love. It's because she did it. <laughs> right. I don't think Kurt Cobain. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he ended up being like shooting himself in the woods at his father's ranch. Mm-hmm. So real quick, his father wasn't the best person. No. Especially when it came to them rustling. He was pretty um, stern and just not all overall great, even though his kids would say he was pretty good. Right. Which, I mean. Um, but Fritz ended up hearing the shot in the woods, and he was the one that found Carrie on the ground and bloody. Fritz stated that Carrie's last words were, Dad, I love you, before walking into the woods. Jesus. Yeah. Carrie battled his demons and in his autobiography, autobiography, Bret Hart stated that in 1990 in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Carrie told him that he wanted to join his late brothers in heaven and was wanting for God to tell him when, or waiting for God to tell him when. That's some deep shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drugs will do that to you. Seven years. Good job. What are drugs? Oh, seven years. Yeah, that's me. That I haven't. <laughs> uh, even though Brett told Carrie his kids still need him way more, he feared Carrie would still do something very stupid. In the summer of 1992, Carrie told Brett once again that he wanted to follow his three late brothers, David, Mike, and Chris, and that they were all calling to him. Yeah, just that's when someone's saying stuff like that, yeah. that's when you really have to start paying attention to them. They're like begging. Yeah, Basically. pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of one of those, like, I think about, like, Bryceless Pizza, when he started, like, giving away his earrings yeah. and his Xbox. I think he gave away his Xbox yeah. and all, like, his prized possessions. Mm-hmm. Statements like that, you're like, hmm, hi, do you want to go out for a coffee? Like, <laughs> yeah. something? Like, we, talk. we should we should probably eat ice cream mm-hmm. and, you know, right, have a little chit-chatteroni. Yeah. yeah, which, even, like, obviously, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how it was in real life, but... Um, watching the Iron Claw movie, even in the movie, uh, Kevin was pretty worried about Carrie. So I'm assuming he was also in real life. Yeah. Um, but I, unfor- I was going to ask if that movie was about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Zach Efron plays uh, Carrie Von Eric. Or uh, no, Kevin Von Eric. That's interesting. Um, and the. Uh, Jeremy Allen White, the actor from The Bear and Shameless, he plays Carrie Von Eric. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Um, so obviously you heard me say two other brothers I haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. You want me to wait for you? Okay. Uh, Mike and Chris. Little out of order. Spoiler. You know what happens to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike was the fifth son in the family, and he was an aspiring musician. Um, I think he was pretty good at it too. Uh, he never really had any interest in wrestling, but Fritz ended up pressuring him into it after David died. Right. Yeah. Because they lost David and they needed another brother to keep like the, like even the tag team aspect and stuff. Like he just wanted his son in it, I guess. I don't know. Um, which is why. I don't know, like, in what point of all this it happened, but they even brought in um, a wrestler to join the family 
and they named him Lance Von Erich. Wasn't really a relative yeah. though, and it, and the brothers that were still around weren't really fans of it. Yeah, weren't they? weren't uh, Didn't they say like uh, it was like a long lost cousin or something like that, or a long lost brother? Uh, oh, it might have been cousin. I believe. Yeah, it might have been cousin. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, Mike. Mike ended up being pressured into wrestling after David's death. Um, he ended up going on a tour in Israel um, and in, injuring his shoulder and ended up needing surgery, which led to him getting toxic shock, shock syndrome. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He ended up being in a coma for a little bit. He lost a lot of blood then. Sure. That's what that means. Yeah. I don't do 18 pages like you, Allie. <laughs> the only time I've ever heard of toxic shock syndrome is on the warnings for tampons. They, they, you can get toxic shock from tampons. Mm-hmm. Well, leaving things them in I, things I learned today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's literally the only time that I've ever heard of something like that. Um, it, I think it's like sepsis. Oh. It's like an infection. Yeah, so I'm probably. So <laughs> after after Mike ended up coming out of a, a, a coma, he was never, as you can expect, physically or mentally the same. Yeah. Normal. Well, yeah, the same. I mean, you like stamina wise too. Is that what you're saying? You said physically. Like he just wasn't uh, as strong as he used to be. I see stuff like that. Okay. Um. But he did try to return to the ring after that. Not the best idea. Uh, yeah. Um, ended up retiring, though, due to lack of strength, as I pointed out a little bit ago. On April 12th, 1987, at the age of 23, Mike ended up taking a fatal dose of tranquilizers. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I believe, if I remember correctly... He took a sleeping bag into a field or into a car or something, like on, yeah. the, on the grounds of their ranch. Uh, took the tranquilizers, tranquilizers, and, and yep. And they found they that's incredibly morbid as well. Yeah, <laughs> again, I don't know how it happened in real life, right? But in the movie, they were looking for him, like a few of the brothers and Fritz, and, and they ended up finding him on the grounds. Um, and then the last brother who's not featured in the movie at all. Right. Is yeah. Chris Von Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, he was probably the shortest one of all of them, but he was also the youngest one. Uh, unlike Mike, though, he did really want to be a wrestler like his brothers, <clears throat> but he was never really able to su- succeed due to having very brittle bones that would constantly break. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that, uh, it was a disease. I can't remember the name of it. Brittle um, bone disease? Well, I mean, layman's terms, yes. <laughs> no, that's that's a real thing. That's like the meta, the, like the human, like the real people version. Yeah, I th- oh. he was just looking for like the medical. Like yeah. medical, yeah. Yeah, I um, find. Um, after now, s- sorry. Yeah. Uh, was there a reason why he wasn't uh, featured in the movie? Um, I osteogenesis imperfecta. I'm sure that's what you were osteoporosis. Thinking yeah, is what oh. you were thinking of. <laughs> but osteogenesis imperfecta is also known as brittle bone disease. Uh, um, I don't know 
for certain why he wasn't <coughs> featured in it, but I have an, a guess, which happens to have to do with his death. Oh, okay. Uh, also, Hollywood time constraints can't have. Oh it. yeah, yeah. That that that's really the one I heard. Like yeah. it was more time constraints that's than anything. Probably the reason. Um, but after several years of not being successful in the business, he became very depressed and frustrated. And at the age of 21 in 1991, committed suicide with a gunshot to the head. Ugh. So my thinking is that they didn't want two brothers in the movie with gunshot suicides. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I hate to say it, but like Hollywood been there, done that. You know, that's what they were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, like to me, that's that's important. They're, he's a part of the family. Like we could squeeze five minutes into that. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> you could, but again, Hollywood, the movie works without. Yeah, I'm I'm clear. And, they just suck. And <laughs> when it comes to the movie, Kevin wasn't really like that involved with it. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, he knew about that it was happening, and he was okay with it. Right. But he just didn't like give much input t- into it, as from what I understand. So, like, actual background, first-hand information. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he might have. They also have historians that could have done it. Uh, well, yeah. But he might have gave some information. Who knows? I right. don't know. Um, it was actually Chavo Guerrero that did all the wrestling training for it. Oh, nice. Yeah. For the movie? Yeah. Oh. I think he was actually in it, too. Hmm. Can't remember who he was. Maybe the Iron Sheik. Shiki baby. Interesting uh, role for Chavo Guerrero to play. <laughs> well, it was like a two... I didn't even notice him in it. It was like oh. two seconds. Um, <clears throat> so on March 16th, 2009, it was announced that the Von Erichs would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. They were in an inter... inter du- Introduction. Huh? In- inductee? Inducted. 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 By longtime rival... And I think he was a fabulous free bird. Michael P.S. Hayes. Uh, Kevin Von Erich was there to accept the induction. Uh, yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, he said yes. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indubitably. Indubitably. Mm, so Watson? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I remember going back and watching the induction. It was pretty nice. Kevin... I don't think he really, I don't remember too much, but I don't think he really kept his speech that long or anything. It wasn't uh, a Mr. T speech. <laughs> but they did go in as the Von Erich family, so it was all like all of the... So it was basically all of them. Are all of the brothers and Fritz. Yeah. Um, all five brothers were close <laughs> and loved each other very much, which really was the only thing that Kevin wanted them to make clear in the movie, mm-hmm. which... That they were a close family. Yeah. Not, well, close family, yeah, but more so, like, the brothers. Okay. Um, and in the movie, you could really tell that that's what they showed. Yeah. Um, the Von Erichs influenced many of the wrestlers people love throughout the years, and I would think continues to be pretty influential. Their story is a tragic one. But wrestling might not be the same without the Von Erich family and their story. 
I agree. Yeah. I mean, from the 50s to when they were... When was the last one that wrestled? What was the years that he was active as wrestling? 90s, did you say? I think Carrie... Yeah, Carrie got signed by the WWF in 90. Okay, so I mean... But I think even Kevin... Half a century. I think even Kevin wrestled in the 90s still, maybe. I can't remember exactly. I remember watching wrestling when it was the WWF, the World Wrestling Federation, and then people with the pandas got all pissed. <laughs> and then it was... Fucking well, panda people. Yeah. World, World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah. World, yeah, World Wildlife Foundation. And I remember I had a pair... My dad gave them to me. They were a pair of boxers, and it says WWF right here because it looks like it's like the belt, mm. and they have Goldberg on the side. <laughs> and they were like his shorts. <laughs> I, I think I still have them somewhere. Goldberg was my favorite. Um, I forgot to mention it before, but Fritz ended up dying on September 10th, 1997 due to brain and lung cancer. Oh, literally just everybody died such a tragic. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why there was the whole uh, like the Von Erichs were cursed. The the name Mm -hmm. of the last name. Mm -hmm. The curse of the last name is what I was trying to say. Yeah. I mean, it starts with a kid tripping. Getting electrocuted and then drowning in a snow puddle. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Two mm-hmm. suicides by gunshot. One to the chest that seems pretty sketchy. Mm-hmm. And then one to the head. Yes, Chris then, was to the head. And then an overdose. Two overdoses. Well, officially. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, no, sorry. Officially not two. Right. Yeah. But... It wink, was wink. two. <laughs> All right. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, right. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. It was two overdoses. Uh, so David, you asked earlier, was 25 when he <clears throat> didn't OD in Japan. Right. <laughs> when his intestines exploded. Right. Twenty. Okay, so 25, 21, mm-hmm. 6. Carrie was 33. 33. In 93. Jeez Louise. Uh, the, the dad was the oldest, obviously. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like... 21 was out of, Chris. Out of all the brothers, they didn't even make it. And 23 was... Um, to 35. Mike. They didn't even make it to how old we are now. Right. Well, I'm not that old, but you are. You're two years younger than me. Three. Still, it's not <laughs> that much of a difference. You act older. Why? Because I crochet? And you, you, you're in bed and asleep by like seven. Hey, now. I've been get, staying up till nine. <laughs> have I not? You have. Yeah, thank you. I'm getting better. <laughs> I would also like to point out to all of our podcast listeners, it is currently 814 and I'm still awake. So, on you. Don's the oldest one here. That's not, well... <laughs> Physically, yes. You mean mentally? And mentally, yes. <laughs> but by age, no. But yeah, I just, I mean, so I ended up going to see the movie when it had come out. And after seeing it, I was like, if I really am forced to do a story. <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. Thinkers. Uh, I don't know if that's really something to say you're welcome for. Because really wants to listen to that. But. Don't worry, you're up up again in four weeks. I'm busy that day. No, you're not. 
the fuck you are. <laughs> um, but it, I, it was, it's, uh, it was always just like an interesting story to me. It, it was, it was uh, it, uh, making fun of stutter, huh? Okay. <gasps> wow. <laughs> we should have added that into the talk shit about Lupe time. Yeah, I know. Fuck. We'll do it right when he's here. Yeah. What a you dick. A, you got a bully hotline to read out or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 219. <laughs> Me that I don't know my phone number. I just wrote 219. 219. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that? No. Oh. So I'm filling out my timesheet and I go, like it says home phone number and I write 219. 219. Yeah. I was like. Oh, and I sat there for a good couple minutes and I texted Lupe. I said, what's my phone number? <laughs> and I sent him a picture of what I wrote. And he was like, oh, honey. <laughs> you got to you gotta say it because I don't do it as good as you do. Oh, honey. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> no, that was an interesting story. I mean, um, it's... it's uh... It's an interesting story. You know what I've noticed? That a lot of wrestlers, I mean, not that it's just wrestlers, but it's very apparent in wrestling families, just they are surrounded by tragedy. Oh, yes. A lot of those families are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the flares. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... You have, I mean, even even, uh, look at um, the Rocks... uh, Extended family. Extended family. I mean... uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka killed somebody. Um, Umaga passed away. I mean, it's. It, I feel like those families, they're they're so close because they have to be because they travel mm-hmm. so much. Like oh, you yeah. said, you know what I mean. Like, who were we talking about? We were talking about a the whole family that was into wrestling, but it's it's hard not to be because you are literally on the road with your family and that's all you yeah. live, breathe yeah. and eat if you're is born wrestling. In, if you're born into it, I mean, you're born into it. Right. I mean, and that's your legacy yeah. and it will be your legacy mm-hmm. unless there is a physical like adaptation that you cannot. Yeah. <clears throat> so good job, Don. Proud of you. Like I said, get ready for four weeks. You got four weeks to come up with another one. The only thing that might save me <laughs> is I'll be back to work. <laughs> no, you did good. You did good. I I enjoyed it. Um, I liked it. That was a good. I'm story. proud of you, bestie. A lot of ums in there too. Yeah, that's okay. Kate, I mean, love it. <laughs> here's the thing: if if Kate, <laughs> if I pulled out all the ums and uhs and. It would sound way too uniform, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't sound like us. It wouldn't be us. Yeah. Well, I've got a killer one for next week. Yeah, and then I got... Ba-dum-ching. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and then I got a, a really big one, too. And then Dan comes after you, and he's been working on one. So yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming up from behind. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> so, I've... I've packed a whole month of episodes. Yeah. Oh, geez. This is going to be a five-parter. No, I'm talking about like I've lined everyone up so we have oh. a month of episodes. <laughs> no. Mine will be a one-parter. Um, I was going to say it took me a minute to start in the beginning because in other wrestling news, I'm assuming you saw the Vince McMahon stuff. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, more, more allegations? No. Um, so there, a report came out that uh, he actually resigned from every single role he is in with the new TKO company. Oh, well, I, no, I had literally just seen something on the news saying that there well, were more... That's why he resigned. More allegations yeah. about a sex ring and... Yeah, that, that's like why that. he resigned. That's crazy. Fucking crazy old man. Um, if it all, if if it's all true, hopefully he rots in the basement of a jail. Uh, ow. Other than that, I'm excited to watch the Royal Rumble tomorrow. I thought that I was going to be able to watch it, but then I realized I work. <laughs> yeah. I get days off now. Yeah, you told me that. It's weird. It's she weird. goes. She goes, yeah, I finally get days off, but it's less money. I was like, yeah, but at least you won't be working yourself into the ground. I said, but did you hear me? It's less money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah it's, yeah, it's less money. Do you, well, like, we can talk about that off, I guess. I All right. Well, it's been a great episode. Um, who's your, Stay who's, tuned. Who's your picks for tomorrow? That's what I was going to ask you. Uh, Just Roman. remember, guys, before these guys go off on a wrestling tangent, stay tuned. We got... Three more episodes coming up, so there won't be a break in episodes like we have well, there been. There shouldn't be. Right. And so I'm going to try to keep planning them out for the future so that we don't, other than illness, you know, because it's cold and flu season. I get yeah. it. And work. And and we'll, and work. I, um, I caught the sickness. Yeah. Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to all you Instagram followers uh, that uh, wished me... Uh, well, well wishes. Yeah, gave me. Yeah, very good, very good. I said it backwards. All right, go ahead with your wrestling picks. I'll be over here. <laughs> uh, Roman and Logan retain. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I mainly say that because news came out today that Logan resigned, and he mentioned doing it full time. Oh wow! Which I would assume is because WrestleMania season. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania. The rumors are that it might be him in L.A. Night at WrestleMania. Interesting for the belt. I so. uh, wouldn't have thought about that, but okay. Um, I'm gonna say 100% Roman Reigns uh, retains. Yeah, he's not. He's he. I don't think he's gonna lose his belt until WrestleMania. Um, as far as Logan Paul, I don't know. Uh, he's, I, I see him losing it. I don't because it's his first official, well, at all, his first defense of the title. And they're also playing up an injury that Kevin Owens has versus his hand. Mm. For the last couple of weeks, they've been playing it up. Yeah, they have. Um, so I, I see Logan retaining. Um, the rumbles are tough to pick. There's two favorites for each rumble. The women's rumble is Becky and Bailey. I was gonna say Bailey. Really yeah. want Bailey to win because she's never won one yet. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to obviously they haven't been doing the women's rumble for that long, but yeah. but I and I also want to see her out of damage control. That, and I uh, know that's coming. That's happening. Um, but I don't think she wins. I think it's gonna be Becky. It's gonna be Becky versus Rhea at WrestleMania. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um. 
the men's rumble, the two favorites, Cody and Punk. Yeah. Um, is it going to be a a two year in a row uh, winner? That's what some people think. Um, I don't know how they do the elimination chamber anymore because I know it used to be by brand. So if Punk wins the Rumble, obviously Cody and Roman are on different brands. So if it is still by brand, Raw SmackDown, um, they'd have to figure out a way to get Cody into the SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Yeah, that's... But again, I don't know if they do it by brands anymore. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be... I said Becky for the women's. I think it'll be punk for the men's the final four i think will be punk cody gunther gunther <laughs> that should have been kirk's name and possibly yeah. drew yeah gunther could you imagine kirk come here gunther <laughs> he's just running into shit sorry go ahead and continue i'm just over here putting around <laughs> But. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on board with most of your picks except for the Logan Paul. I see Logan Paul losing that belt either way. Yeah, well, I can't wait. Oh, uh, I will also be seeing Kurt Angle tomorrow. You are going? Yes. <laughs> um, I was texting Allie earlier, and I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And she was like, "Oh, I might nap or something." I don't, I don't know what you said. Something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Or no, you said trying to stay awake. Yes. You were gonna nap. I did nap. <laughs> uh, I was he ever like, knows. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to pick up my second check. They fucked up my first check. Um, I was like, and then I got to go to home, Homewood. And she's like, oh, for what? I was like, I got to go pick up something for a friend. Barry, said, wa- Barry, What are you doing in my hometown? No one allowed you to be there. <laughs> oh, Homewood's your hometown? That's where I'm from. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why I was so like, what the fuck are you doing there? Oh. Uh, Barry wanted me to pick up a Funko Pop for him to get signed tomorrow also. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I ended up doing the package where you get a singlet <laughs> for him to sign. Can I wear it? No, because it's going to be signed. Can I wear it naked? <laughs> like, I don't know. What is the... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh. Do you want to touch my leggings? That's the singlet. Looks like just a shirt. That's what I thought, too. But I'll find out tomorrow. It looks like the jersey that he used to wear. It does. But I'm thinking about getting it signed on the back where it's the it's true and number one. Um, And then I also get a picture with him. Um, An inscription. And authenticated. Nice. That'll be cool. Couldn't pass it up. Wasn't bad I prices th- for Kurt Angle. Yeah, it was what sixty bucks for the uh, signature. Just for ten dollars for the JSA. Yep. Ten dollars for the inscription. Yeah. So it's not. Terrible. And it's less than a mile from my house. Why not? You can walk there if you really wanted That's to. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> but should be a good time. Yeah. Good time. Good time. I texted him on the way home maybe a week or so ago, and I was like, Kurt Angle's going to be at 
oh yeah this restaurant over in Maryville and he was like how do you know that I was like I read it on the billboard <laughs> see I found out that you told him that and I don't know what I was more upset about that that I didn't say I anything found to out you? so late or neither one of you told me <laughs> Sorry. I, I was just like, really? Curtis going to be here in Maryville? Yeah, I think, so the, ow, shit, my elbow hurts. The company that- That's Don, my old age. Don did a lot of physical labor the other day, <laughs> so he's he's really feeling it. The, the store that's doing it, the Collector's Cave, I think they do like a bunch of signings in this area. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're the ones who usually brings athletes to um, scoreboard. Oh, okay. Because scoreboard has signings every now and then. Scoreboard. Oh, Bridges. Bridges. But he yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah. Bridges does it quite a bit. They used to do it a lot more. I didn't know that, honestly. Yeah. yeah really? Yeah, Br- yeah. Bridges does a good amount of uh, signings. Fuck, That's I wonder. I wanna say ben they, Eager was. I want to say oh, they did one not too long ago. Yeah, they did. They did, uh, who was it? I saw it on Facebook. Anyways, keep going. I think it was a Bears player. They do a bunch of Hawks players, too. That's what I was going to say, because I know... Ben Eager was there uh, not too long ago. Bobby Hall was there before he passed away. Yeah. That's the only person I know, and I was I only know that because of being sponsored by them for softball. Yeah. They do a lot of signings. Hmm. Oh, that's right. August, they did Yasmani Grandal. Oh, nice. Shit. June, July, they had Darnell Mooney there. Wait, what year was that? Oh, that was 21. 21 and 22, they did those. All right, well. Well, also, episode done. Thank you for uh, providing. Thank you, Donald, for giving all you had to give. He could eat more. Yeah, next time, give a little more. Like maybe a reach round. Mm. Keep it in your pants. I'm not wearing pants. Jesus. <laughs> Their leggings. <laughs> um, right. Danny's not here to do the shout outs. I didn't well, ask anyone didn't. if they wanted shout outs. I just posted a picture. This is what the fuck we're doing. Don't care if you wanted a shout out. Hey, shout out to our fucking thinkers. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> didn't K- sound like it. K Dog. Oh, K Dizzle. We talked about her in the episode already. She asked me, she goes, I said, we're recording tonight. She's like, oh, cool. When's this one going to drop? I was like, oh my God, K-Dog with the lingo. <laughs> and then I was at my wax appointment today and she was like, she's like, it's Friday. And I was like, yeah, I'm recording tonight. She's like, ooh, podcast stuff. <laughs> like, this is an awkward time to talk about this. <laughs> She's like, all right, flip over. I'm like, okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, for, I forgot uh, what what she said to Allie when Allie told her that we were going out for lunch or whatever. Mm. But I was like, did you tell her that I'm not the one with the hair? <laughs> My mom. Oh, 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 oh. She goes, I sent her a selfie of you and I, and oh, she goes, right. she goes, who's that? And I was like, Don. And she's like, I know, I'm just fucking with him. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> it has been another good episode of Impulsive Thoughts. I'm Lupe, joined here with my 
co-hosts, <laughs> Mr. Donnie Rowe to my right with the awesome episode that he provided. I don't know how to turn these off. Say bye. Say bye. bye. <laughs> Lord, it's like a t- toddler. I, seriously. And LEP to my left. Meow. The red button. That's how you turn it off. <laughs> and you can follow us on all your major podcast <laughs> platforms. Oh, my eye twitch. <laughs> on Instagram at impulsive thoughts underscore pod. Uh, Facebook, impulsive thoughts. Snapchat. No, not Snapchat. TikTok. Talks of tick. You know. The whole nine. Titty tack. <laughs> and Donnie's dying. It's not getting you out of that fucking episode in four weeks, so <laughs> shove them all in your mouth. I don't give a fuck. I can see it now. I'd die. She just shows up to my casket. Do you have your fucking episode ready? <laughs> Don, it's your fucking day. <laughs> all right, guys. Bernie's. <laughs> Hit him with an adrenaline shot. <laughs> don't believe everything you think. <laughs> Later. Peace.